3: You're listening to Underground USA.
2: Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the newsletter, which now comes directly to you anytime anything new is produced. Here's this morning's segment. On the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce is broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people around the world
0: each and every night. Joining us today from the Florida Panhandle, right up there where Friday he was a little bit wide awake, more than normal because a tornado touched down a mile and a half away from him, it's Frank Silvano from UndergroundUSA.com and good morning, sir. Mr. Captain, have you recouped from the from the shock? Well,
2: oh, I got a little more sleep. Let's put it that way.
0: okay, all right, well, that's good. Well, Frank, we got to start with uh, the big story uh, of the weekend. Um, they you're calling it the Buka massacre, and uh, when the Russians pulled out of uh, Kiev, uh, the village uh, that was immediately outside of there, the first one. Uh, the city, well, it's a village, it was a small city called Buka. Uh About 400 people, their bodies have been found, some uh, in a shallow grave and the others laying out on the street. And there may have been more than that killed there. They're still uh, doing some checking and whatnot. But this is, uh, this is definitely the way they had some of these people with their hands tied behind their back and the way they shot them at close range. This is definitely the stuff that a war crime is made out of.
2: Oh, absolutely! You know, it should be noted; these were all civilians.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, this isn't this wasn't like they were captured prisoners of war, which also would have constituted war crimes under the Geneva Conventions. By the way, yep. But yeah, these these were civilians, and the and the, the people who were tossed into a shallow grave, they weren't actually even properly covered up. So I'm not even sure if, you, if it constitutes a shallow grave. They had, there were hands and feet, and, I saw and, and, and which were tied together, you're poking through the clay there.
0: Yep, I saw. The,
2: that they call soil. Yep. Uh, an atrocity? Absolutely. It, it, it classifies as an atrocity. It classifies as war crimes. Um, this, the, the pathetic thing about it is that unless people can actually go into Moscow after this whole thing is over and put hands on Vladimir Putin, the war crimes charge means nothing.
0: Right.
2: It meant something after World War II because the the Nazis and and the Japanese had lost and they had to unconditionally surrender. But Putin, if he decides to pull back to Donbass and say, okay, this is over and we've quote-unquote liberated a... I held territory, and, and now we can stop fighting? He's not going to—what does he care that the war crimes are committed? He'll deny he ordered it, and, and that'll need to be the end of it. Maybe sanctions will will remain because of this, but he won't see justice.
0: Yeah. No. And I don't think—I don't think that he's going to pull back and quit, so to speak. I think he's regrouping right now for Plan B, whatever that is.
2: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think the the pullback to it's the second stage, and we're just going in to secure Dunbas and the regions that were seated because they were, you know, they were being held. They were rebel territory to begin with, and we've just liberated them. That is BS. He's falling back to regroup, reman re This is not going to be over until he gets the ultimate goal of what he wants, and that's the reclaiming of Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. At the at the very least, it will be the the, the removal of the government and a puppet government put in. Uh-huh. But I think you know this is yeah a, a strategic withdrawal. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Well, we can only hope that uh, if the Ukraine gets the type of environments that they're asking for. Uh, And if NATO, some of the NATO countries get a little bit uh, less stringent and uh, say, "Okay, we're going to help you with this, this and this, uh, then he's going to be stuck with what he gets. But uh, I'm I believe Ukraine can can hold their own in this if they get the equipment they need.
2: Oh, I I believe, too. I just don't see any uh, neighborly kind of peace. Happening with this, no. they're always going to have to watch their six, where Vladimir Putin is concerned, yeah. uh, because he's just not going to stop. He may wait for a while and and give the guys of peace uh, some credence, but I, you know, you're always going to have to sleep with one eye open.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Poland, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not sleeping easy. Oh, no, they're not. All Hold that thought, Mr. Frank, because we're going to break right now. And, folks, when we come back from the break, more with Frank Silvato from UndergroundUSA.com. Go over there and check out all the great things that he has on his website. And I'm sure you'll be pleasantly surprised. That's UndergroundUSA.com. And we're coming right back right after these messages.
2: This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics. There's more
1: of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. Many claim race is the most important issue we face in America. Yet race is not what defines most Americans. I see myself as a confident, strong, beautiful young girl. I want to actually be the first girl on the moon. How do I see myself? I see myself as an entertainer. I like to dance, sing, and act. Sometimes I see myself as a little kid. Sometimes I see myself as a teenager. It's kind of hard to tell when you're 10. I see myself as strong. And I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. I see myself as a book. A book that you can't skip to the end and figure out what happens. A book that you have to sit and go through the pages and figure out what happens next. I think there's so many things that uh, define us and we shouldn't define ourselves by one or two things. There will be a whole lot of things, a collection of many things. Please join us if you want to live in an America where you are defined by who you are, not by the color of your skin. This message was paid for by Colorus United, an educational nonprofit advocacy group seeking to heal the divide in America. To learn more, log on to ColorUsUnited.org.
3: News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer.
0: And Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com, is back with us. Hello, Mr. Frank.
2: Mr. Captain.
0: We have got, oh, uh, well, look at this. It's a weary traveler on the line. We've got Mary on the line here. Okay there, weary traveler. Good morning. Yes, good morning.
1: Yes, long travel. However, I have noticed that even though I haven't been listening for a while, um, my theory is the same on mainstream media. I think with the two big lies that have started the year, uh, even even going back to Benghazi and going back to election integrity and COVID, That I find it extremely hard to believe absolutely anything that I see on mainstream media, including Ukraine. Um, None of it. None of it. None of it, it from where it comes from, is believable anymore. All of it seems to be lies. So I don't know where you find the truth out there. Question, question.
0: How about the bodies and Bukha yesterday?
1: Well i believe that they could have been acting some of that i have 11 pieces of paper that show where bioweapon labs were located in ukraine so putin seems plausible to me uh on the other hand if you look at both sides of the coin that he could have said hey i'm not going to have bioweapon labs near my border that's that's plausible to me when you see a bo- lot of lies out there you don't know what to believe it's a shame.
3: Who but
0: was I'm running? Listening. Who was running the labs? By the way,
1: the United States more than likely was funding them.
0: Well, who was there. who was who was in the labs? Who was running them? Yeah, you, you notice you haven't heard a lot about that.
1: Um, not quite sure. All I know is that if Putin said they're getting too close to his border, just like we did with Cuba, it seems plausible to consider that.
0: All right. That's well, you should have I'm been thinking. with me this weekend because there were a lot of people there that were talking. On on both uh, sides of that, but let me get to Frank and we'll see what he has to say. Okay.
1: Yes. Are you seeing people coming over the border on the TV? No. Okay. Thank you.
0: Bye bye. Am I seeing people coming over the border? You mean our border? No, no. She's talking about going into Poland. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, there are.
2: Yeah, there were some. There were some reports on that about mm-hmm. the, the pictures of people coming over the border, but she's got an incredibly valid point. Mm-hmm and And this is something that was done by design. The left did this by design. Who do you trust? You can't do it easily anymore. You've got to go and you've got to read from multiple sources
3: mm-hmm.
2: and you've got to put your common points together to get the who, what, when, where, and how of things. Yep. you You can't just listen to a narrative from your favorite you know your favorite website, your favorite news. Uh, outlet. You have to look at the left, center, right, and then go overseas. W- when you've got the power to have like Google Translate, Bing Translate, and you can take whole websites from activist groups that are running for their lives now in Russia. Yeah, and you can you can translate that, read it. That's what I do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I never take a story at face value. I look I look at at a three sixty degree type of look at it pull out the common facts and say well everybody's reporting this the people who are calling it a victory and calling it a defeat chances are high confidence is high that that is a fact a base fact in this story and that's how you divine the truth you trust no one and you figure it out for yourself the fact that we have to do that today is pathetic but that's how you do it and it takes time and most people don't have that time so they say I don't know where to get my stuff. You got to put some work in on it. Now, the big point that I've been hammering home, and we've talked about this a few times, mm-hmm. if is the catalyst that Putin had for going in here. The bio labs could be part of it. Mm-hmm. Don't know. The fact that a NATO country could be sitting on his border very well could have moved him to to act on this, and the fact that. NATO saber rattled about. Yes, you will be here. Yeah, it would be a little from Putin's vantage point. It would be a little uncomfortable. It would be like communist China or, or the Russians putting in missile bases in Cuba. She's absolutely right. We mm-hmm. went to almost <clears throat> almost went to nuclear war over this mm-hmm. back in the sixties. So the catalyst. I, I think Putin's got he's got a point but you don't do it the way he's doing it.
0: No.
3: Now, and can, and as,
2: far as, as, as far as the mass graves and everything is concerned, that's verifiable by Human Rights Watch, which doesn't normally kowtow to a narrative. And they have boots on the ground, and they interviewed people from these places. You bet. And that's been documented. So that's mm-hmm. the knowledge you get when you look outside your comfort zone.
0: Yep. And I saw that, too, and that's how come I know that that, that mass grave that was there, that shallow mass grave, was totally legit, as disgusting yeah. as it looked like. But it, it's a sorry, and, sorry situation. And when you
2: when you get into foreign press and foreign NGOs,
0: mm-hmm.
2: especially the ones that are that are
3: mm-hmm.
2: not championed by the governments over there that do <laughs> activism and reasons, you can see pictures from all kinds of different angles about this. Not just the ones that were in the mainstream media.
0: Now, can you stick around for an extra segment? You bet. Okay, because the reason I'm asking that is because I have a perfect example here of what Frank was talking about. Now, he has the undergroundusa.com website, and he puts out a nice little newsletter, Underground USA, uh, on the uh, weekend. And this is the Sunday Digest, you call it, right? Right. And I'm not going to give away what the story is, but when we come back, because I'm watching my clock here, uh, when we come back, we are going to talk about uh, Russian uh, President Vladimir Putin and what is going on with him that may or may not explain some of his behavior, but still, the way that you got the information was exactly what you were telling Mary, and there's an example of it here, and uh, we will talk about that. And I told Mary a while ago when she was telling me about where do I go, where do I go, I told her, I said go to undergroundusa.com because you're going you're gonna to see totally researched information that's there that you're not going to find anywhere else, Right. Yeah, that's that, that's gone all the way back to New Media Journal and before
2: that, the Rant uh, US. I know. That I started with in nineteen ninety eight. Yep. It's always been a tagline: research to analysis.
0: And that's opinion how... is
2: wonderful, and mm-hmm. and, it, and it can be something that uh, that can motivate people. But opinion based in 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 unicorns and rainbows doesn't mm-hmm. count for much. It's got to be based in fact, and you got to research your facts to make sure they're correct. We caught Reuters and AP back in the back in the 2000s back in the in, in the late 90s uh, falsifying pictures over in, all in the Palestinian held territories
0: and that's how that's, you know, that's how I found you when you were on with Bill O'Reilly on the O'Reilly the, the O'Reilly factor because of what you were doing because of the way you were doing it okay well hold that thought, Frank and I'll be right back with more with Frank and we're going to tell you something about uh, putin and company and expand on it when we come back this is the captain's america third watch
2: this is kyle warren the professor of
0: politics there's more of the captain's america third watch coming up right after this short break
1: stay right there did you know that yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the united states hi i'm cj the owner of emerald coast tea company We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the U.S.A. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea.
3: News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer.
0: You found it, the most listened-to radio program in the overnights, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army. All right, thanks very much, Jeff. By the way, I will be at the Village Inn this morning, right after the radio show, till about 7 o'clock. I'll get there about quarter after 6. Uh, it's the Village Inn on uh, 4th Street North, just south of uh, Gandy. Uh, stop by. Jeff says he'll buy you the coffee. <laughs> So, there you go. all right, back to frank Salvato, undergroundusa.com and again, I've told so many people uh, and and you and I have been through this because you had the other website, and uh, I was a contributor over there, and I really enjoyed the you know when I'd write an article it'd be something to get the people started, as you well know, <laughs>
3: to get them fired <laughs> yeah. up
0: to get them fired up, and it always did. And that's what, I, that's what I do. That's what I, I've tried to do, is to inspire the people and give them something to look forward to instead of all this boo-hoo, way can't do this, can't do that. Uh-uh. Wrong person to say that to.
2: Well, all, all the people that I had that were contributors over there were experts in in their fields. Yep. You know, we had Wally Ferris right, uh, right over there. We had Brigitte Gabriel right over there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, sir,
0: Brigitte, uh, the lovely Brigitte. The people...
2: Yeah, people who understood uh, progressivism in the fifth column. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by my analysis, my analysis was entered into the record several times for the House of International Relations Committee and the Japan Center for uh, Conflict Prevention. Yep. You know, we pioneered the first ever symposium series on the root cause of Islamofascist terrorism in the yep. world, and educated people from coast to coast on on uh, what radical Islam and violence uh fascism was. Yep, uh, did that all through the 2000s. So, you know, I, I don't like to crow about my bona fides. They're on the website. If you really need to know who the who I am, because you don't agree with what I had to say, yep. which hey, that's cool. I don't care. Yeah, um, go ahead and go ahead and take a look at who I am. But uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I, and I rolled I'm, my bones,
0: so. and I and I am honored to call you my friend and. Honored to have this 20 year long relationship because, I mean, to start with, we were kind of the ragtag, who's this guy? Back and forth. And then people, oh, start, yeah. people started to go, man, he's pretty good. You got to be
2: Everybody was always, well, it's, are you on Fox? Yeah. If you're not on Fox, then you don't know what you're talking about. And now we found out that, you know. You were. The Murdoch boys over there are, mm-hmm. are doing the mm-hmm. same thing that CNN did yep. to a, to just a lesser degree. It's just a big mill. No. Yep. Well, so, I'm, you know. Was,
0: okay, I want to get yeah, into.
2: I was I was on I the was O'Reilly Factor. I, I, one day we'll tell that story. I know. But it's not all cranked up to me. Well,
0: I want to talk about the Russian medical watchdog group that has now revealed data. And the name of the group is, and I'm going to butcher this, Prekt. The Project, P-R-O-E-K-T, is that right? The Project? Yeah, it's, that's the way I read it, yeah. Okay, well, they've revealed data suggesting that Vladimir Putin is being treated for thyroid cancer. Now, you take it from there because this is quite a story you wrote here.
2: Yeah, this is an organization that is kind of like a health watch. They started it when Putin got in. Remember, before Putin, you went through a series of, of uh, of russian presidents
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, that got sick really quick and died mm-hmm. so this organization is acts as a as a watchdog for the the government the leaders and got the health of the leaders of government
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's what they've been doing they're watching putin for 23 years and when you read what they have to offer they've documented um, the comings and goings of the medical people who have touched Putin in the last sixty-three days—he has been visited uh, an inordinate amount of time by an oncologist who specializes in thyroid cancer, mm-hmm. and there's two other oncologists that have to do with cancers of the of the nose and the throat, which which also point to the possibility for thyroid cancer.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So they're they're saying you know they're not declaring he's got he's got thyroid cancer, he's being treated for it. They're saying, hey, something's wrong here. Mm -hmm. There's red flags flying up here because you've got cancer specialists that specialize in that kind of cancer spending way more off, way much more time than they should be with the president.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, and they're all three of these scientists, and their names are in the article, are are." tops of their field for russians when it comes to thyroid cancer so the question needs to be asked kremlin's denying it of course they will they don't want they don't want to be able to telegraph that he's got an illness but if this is true and i have no reason not to believe this organization they've been truthful and accurate mm-hmm. um uh, throughout their longevity um uh, this you know it throws in another reason why putin's making the move and why he made the move and 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 why he's willing to go all in when the world's saying, don't do it. He doesn't have to care about tomorrow.
0: Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Now, um, Trump made a phone call back a couple years ago to uh, then-President Zelensky in which he asked Zelensky to simply have the diligence in enforcing the laws of his country where the grifting Biden family clan was concerned because Mr. Biden was using his influence to pressure the Justice Department to target a private citizen who happened to be a political rival.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and, and now you've got uh, you, you've got Biden uh, literally lobbying the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland. Uh, he, he said in private conversations with him. And this was leaked by people who are in his inner circle. Imagine that a leak coming out of the White House.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Um, that he wants to see Donald Trump prosecuted. Well, that's that's not how you talk to the attorney general. If you're the president of the United States, you say, "I would like to see an investigation into this issue, and you need to follow where it leads." But you don't walk in and say, "I want to see him prosecuted." Figure out how to make the case. Right? That's creating political that's that's per, political persecution.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, that's not the way we do things here in the United States. It's the way they do things in communist China the way they do things in moscow but it's not the way we do things here in the united states or at least it shouldn't be and this should be a much bigger story than it is yeah because if you you know imagine if donald trump would have said i want to see him prosecuted he (laughs) campaigned saying lock her up lock her up lock her up sure but he didn't walk into the attorney general's office and say now you figure out a case against her and make it happen nope no. You know, so if it would have been Trump, he would have been impeached him a 14th time. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, you're right. You're right. And uh, by the way, George Scott probably saying good morning. I forgot to mention that earlier.
2: Good morning, Mr. George.
0: Yep. He says uh, you got a great article, as always, on Underground. He reads it. No, I pre-
2: I appreciate his patronage, and uh, he's he's got good taste.
0: That's what i of Yep, you're right. Now, uh, finally, an energy expert has warned that tapping into the oil reserves will not help U.S. gas prices as Mexico is now cracking down on the U.S. border crosses that are going over to buy cheap Mexican gas.
2: Yeah, and, and what was the catalyst for this? The, all the taxes that California puts on a gallon of gas.
0: A dollar a, a, yep. dollar a gallon is the excise tax.
2: Yeah, this is this is a lack of foresight. Yep. You're, you're going to have people push people to do that.
0: All right, my friend. I will talk to you on Friday. Have yourself a great few days, and we'll be back.
2: Stay low, my friend. All
0: right, Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com, undergroundusa.com. Go over there, check it out.
2: You're listening to Underground USA. Be sure to like our podcast. Leave a comment. Sign up for the newsletter so that the Silicon Valley overlords don't get to interrupt our information flow to you. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after
3: this.
0: I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life, being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it, and it may just save your life.